So you're an attorney and you've decided to go out on your own. Now what? You need a plan and you're not alone. Join expert host Adriana Linares and her distinguished guests on New Solo. Tune into the lively conversation as they share insights and information about how to successfully run your law firm here on Legal Talk Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of New Solo on Legal Talk Network. I'm Adriana Linares, a legal technology trainer and consultant. I like to help lawyers and law firms use technology better. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to make sure and thank our sponsors. Thanks to Ross Intelligence, the legal research platform that leverages AI to get to the heart of legal issues fast. Go to rossintelligence.com for a 14-day free trial. want to make sure and thank Alert Communications for sponsoring this episode. If any law firm is looking for call, intake, or retainer services that are available 24-7, 365, just call 866-827-5568. Thanks to our sponsor, Clio. Check out Clio's Daily Matters podcast featuring valuable perspectives on legal in the COVID-19 era. Listen to Daily Matters at clio.com forward slash daily and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Law Clerk is where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Visit lawclerk.legal to learn how to increase your productivity and your profits by working with talented freelance lawyers. All right, everyone, let's get started with today's episode. This is a special episode. I'm releasing two in one month. Typically, you know, we do one a month. But when I got an email from Neil Squalante of Techno Lawyer asking me if I wanted to be part of this year's big reveal of the Techno Lawyer Top Product Awards, I said, oh, yes, I do. Um, And in case you are either a new listener or happened to have missed about a year and a couple months ago, Neil came on and we went through what was at that point 25 top products. And that was a great episode revealing um, this list of award winners and talking about these products. And it was a lot of fun. So I was pretty excited to have Neil ask me to do that again with TechnoLawyer, one of my favorite uh, companies and publications out there. So Neil, are you there? Hi, Adriana. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Tell us a little bit about, and I can't imagine that I have listeners who haven't heard about TechnoLawyer, but tell us a little bit about TechnoLawyer, how the newsletters work, and sort of your goal as um, you know, a publication platform for getting information out to lawyers. And you, tell us a little bit about you too. Sure. I'm a former big law litigator. Then I started TechnoLawyer. Uh, that's the end of my story uh, <laughs> for, for now. Uh, TechnoLawyer are the only email newsletters you need if you're interested in legal technology, law firm management, law firm marketing, or litigation. And that's because we aggregate everything out there. So whatever other people are publishing, if it's high quality, we aggregate it. And therefore, you only need our newsletters. So go to technolawyer.com and subscribe to the ones that interest you. I love that. And you have a lot of contributors um, that are lawyers or other legal professionals that are constantly doing reviews and writing articles about products and services and features. And I think that's a really valuable part about TechnoLawyer. So do you want to tell us just a little bit about where you find particularly those reviews and uh, that kind of information? Yeah, well, the name of our parent company is PeerViews. And we really believe in the grassroots nature of the internet. Um, And we also believe in primary source material which is unusual for a publisher to say. And what I mean by primary source in this context are the actual lawyers using products, 
Many of them will contribute reviews about a product they've been using for five years. That's extremely valuable information. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what I mean by primary source. So we have a newsletter called uh, Learn Paper, and that's where we publish all of these ad hoc reviews written by our subscribers. And finally, uh, today we're talking about our flagship newsletter, Technolawyer. Now that's where we ourselves report on new products, and these awards stem from that newsletter. And so let's talk about the top product awards, because last year we had 25, and this year you're down to 10. How'd it change? Well, it's less work for one thing. But, uh, <laughs> for sure. But more, and who needs more work right now? No. More importantly, 25 was just overwhelming. Yeah. The companies that were 15 to 25 weren't always that thrilled, even though they should have been, and we never really saw it as a ranking. Um, you know, you do have to just list the products in some sort of order, yeah, and we did traditionally list them, you know, in, as far as the number of uh, quote unquote votes that each got, but it, it was overwhelming, and people were always interested in the top ten for the most part, and so we've whittled it down this year to ten products. The way the awards work, and last year I joked that we you know we get together in a smoke filled room, but that's not allowed this year because of COVID nineteen. <laughs> but uh, but we've actually never done the awards that way. These are not editorial awards, which means. There's no risk of corruption of any sort. Uh, these awards are the result of passive voting. So what I mean by that is, in our Technolore newsletter, we'll report on a product, and obviously in the article, we'll link to that product's website. We track the clicks on those links, and simply put, the 10 products with the most clicks are the winners. It's, it's really that simple. People don't Super even simple. know they're voting. Uh -huh. So the votes represent true interest in the interest. product. I like that. So they're really um, an interest-based award on um, whatever the description is or the tagline or the lead that just draws people in. Yeah, I think they yeah. reflect the zeitgeist of what's happening in law firms as opposed to the pundit class. And often those two things are not aligned. Yeah, I like that. Well, great. Let's get started. Let's talk about number 10, PC Law Go. Sure. There's a lot of history, as you know, behind... PC law. Oh yeah. So a little background because I think it's fascinating as to what's going on and I and I'm very bullish on their future actually. So originally PC law was a Canadian company and they were kind of known as the best for the financial software for a law firm like billing but also accounting. And then there's another product out there called Time Matters which many people considered the best practice management system of that era. Uh, LexisNexis acquired acquired both companies and a year ago, uh, in, in the intervening years, legal research actually became more important than it ever was. As you know, there's a whole revolution going on in legal research. And so LexisNexis teamed up with a company called Leap, which is a giant Australian practice management company, but they have a pretty large footprint in the United States as well. And they formed a joint venture called Simply Enough PC Law Time Matters. And those two products are now being managed in that joint venture um, so it's like the it's almost like the best of both worlds. It's sort of a startup environment with people from both companies who left their jobs to join that joint venture. Hmm. Um, but they're well financed, obviously, because both parent companies have ample resources. And so that's kind of the background of what's going on there. And you know, it kind of took a year to get their branding right. By the way, I love their new branding. Uh, put the team together, and uh, I met you know last fall with the CEO, Chris Stock, and I think you're going to see some uh, pretty cool things from them in the near future. But anyway, getting back to PC Law Go, there's another similar product called Time Matters Go, and they're both kind of the same thing, depending on which one you use. And um, 
they're basically mobile apps that respond to a longstanding request from the users. Because previously, uh, there was a web app that uh, people used to enter their time on the go and so forth. But the way the world works is people don't seem to mind using web apps on the desktop, but we all want native mobile apps on our iPhones and Android phones. Yeah. And so essentially, PC Logo and also Time Matters Go enable you to very quickly enter time on the go and also look up information. That's great. And do you know, just off the top of your head or just in your research with them, what are they sending the time to? So great, I've got this mobile app. It's easy for me to enter my time. And then ultimately, does it go into one of their own products or is it universal? Yeah, exactly. Well, PC Law Go goes into PC Law, whether that's hosted in the cloud or at your office and the same with Time Matters. Okay. Yeah. Well, great. Awesome. Tell me then about Action Step Express. Yes. Number nine, Action Step Express. Um, I have a bit of trivia for you, Adriana, and I wonder if you, if you know the answer to this question. Oh, gosh. I was told there would be no quizzes. <laughs> no, just, just, this, just this one. Tell me. What was the first cloud practice management software? I think it was Clio. That's what 99 out of 100 people would say. And I and Ted Jordan, the CEO of ActionSet, we know the real answer to that, which is Ooh, the answer. I love the big answer, reveals on my podcast. The answer is ActionSet, which actually launched two years before Clio. Oh, no kidding. And no one knows it because the company is a New Zealand company, and they were not quite established in the United States or Canada at the time. And so, uh, you know, the legal technology industry is very U.S.-centric. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, a little trivia there. I like it. So, so they've been around a long time, and they're known for their workflows. So workflow is essentially project management. As you know, a lot of legal work is routine. It's not that it's easy, but it's routine right, in the sense that sure. you're creating the same documents over and over again with sometimes minor tweaks, sometimes significant ones, but, but still there's a process you can put together. And in their more advanced product called Action Step Practice Pro, um, you can create very elaborate workflows with triggers that automatically assign things to certain people, et cetera, et cetera. The downside of this, and you know this as a consultant, is it requires a lot of setup. Yes, that's what I always say about Action Step. It requires a lot of, uh, it requires a good relationship, likely long-term with either Action Step and or a consultant that's been certified by Action Step. Exactly, and and that's, probably one of the reasons there are many and it's it's a conversation for another day about sure. why Clio became this juggernaut because I think I think one reason it was very simple to get started in it uh, you didn't necessarily need a consultant right you don't so, you're, you're right right yeah I mean you, you can if to do more advanced sure. things and of course the platform has grown since then but anyway long story short is a year ago action step recognizing this launched Express Express you can get up and running in a few hours. Um, and with regard to the workflows, it contains built-in workflows for common things that you know, virtually every law firm does. Um, and so you don't need to set them up and you can tweak them as well. Now, once you're established in the software and you have greater needs, then there's an upgrade path to the company's more advanced products. Awesome. And I'm looking at their pricing page. And uh, so 
action step express is right in line with all the other cloud-based practice management systems and pricing looks like it's about $50 a month per user and just goes right. up a few dollars from there. So that's great. Let me back up and ask you a question about this and about PC Law Express. If you know both cloud enabled, are they browser and device agnostic or do either one of them favor PC or Mac? Uh, with regard to action step, it's, it's, a, pure, it's a pure web based uh, software. So you can use any browser, including your iPhone and Android. Uh, PC Logo, that's a native app that you download from the App Store. Right. Um, as far as its parent app, PC Law, and, mm -hmm. and in the case of Time Matters Go, Time Matters, those are traditional legacy apps. But I think most law firms nowadays would cloud host them instead of maintaining their own servers. Yep. Okay. So those are very PC heavy Mac users. And anyone, you know, running on a Mac today wouldn't have likely picked PC Law or Time Matters when they were starting anyway. So that's a great product for people who are already PC Law or Time Matters users to, to know about. And then Action Step for anyone looking for something new. One more thing about Action Step that's kind of interesting. Um, it's almost like the company was clairvoyant because <laughs> um, as, you, as everyone knows, unless you've been living under a particularly large rock, um, COVID-19 caused a lot of law firms to seek cloud solutions. And I have to say there were a lot, back in March and April, it was kind of annoying at the number of companies that were sending empty marketing messages about COVID-19. Mm -hmm. um, Action Step actually did something meaningful. First of all, they had Action Step Express, which you can get up and running very quickly. And secondly, they offered it for free for about six months to law firms that needed to quickly get up and running on something. So kudos to them for actually having for a, marketing, sure. a yeah. marketing message that was meaningful. Um, March and April and May were really crazy for me and my peers. It was, I mean, if I could pile up the servers, I ended up removing, you know, not physically, obviously, but replacing with cloud-based practice management programs, I'd have, it would look like that truck that was carrying off post office boxes. <laughs> so um, yes, it was definitely an interesting time. So yeah, and also good for them for, for doing that. What about number eight, Panoramic? Yeah, this is a product that makes you feel like you're living in 2030, in my opinion. And um, right now, there's enormous interest in what this product does. But currently, because of its requirements, it is something that is typically only used in large law firms. Mm -hmm. But hopefully, that'll be expanded out because every law firm needs something like this. And in a sense, it's similar to Action Step. Um, but yet it's also different. So a few years ago, the pundit class in the legal tech community started talking about something called legal project management. Mm -hmm. And like most of these things, I thought they were kind of either a few years ahead of their time. Not that it's not important to talk about these things, but it wasn't very practical at the time. Um, panoramic is essentially legal project management plus knowledge management and regarding the knowledge management aspect, both internal knowledge and external knowledge. So <laughs> I know that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook. Here, <laughs> so here's an actual example. Panoramic connects to your billing system, and that's key. And right now it only connects to Elite 3E, which is mm -hmm. a Thomson Reuters billing system, typically in, in only large firms. Right, it's enterprise level. Yes, I, many technology subscribers emailed me saying, I really want this and I use this billing system. Will they, will they make it for this billing system? And time will tell if that happens. But the reason that's important is because Panoramic accesses all that billing data 
to estimate what it will cost to do a certain project, you know, like a pleading or a contract or something like that. In addition, what you do, and this is where it's similar to action step, is you set up um, workflows, you know, with all the templates someone will need to do something, tips for doing something. And then because Thomson Reuters also owns Practical Law, which is this sort of like a next generation treatise in which uh, it contains checklists, templates, and so forth for, you know, many different types of projects that a lawyer would, uh, would do in corporate and litigation. It also, anything related that you do would link out to practical law as well. So if your own internal knowledge is a little bit short on something, hmm. uh, you can actually get that information from practical law. So a senior associate could assign like a pleading to a junior associate. Junior associate would go into Panoramic and you know follow all the steps, maybe, maybe use practical law to get some additional information, log their time. The senior associate would measure that time against what Panoramic says this should cost so that the senior associate or the partner could tell the client, we estimate that it's going to cost this much and essentially make sure that project stays on track with, you know, with that cost in mind. That's cool. I like that. That's a lot of um, transparency and upfront information for the client, yeah, which they're all after. It's because clients understand the game, yeah. particularly general counsel, because many of them worked in law firms. And they, they, they know that a lot of legal work is routine, and therefore it should be more efficient. And this is all about making legal work more efficient so that the resulting price is a little lower than it used to be. Awesome. I like it. Before we get on to our, our next segment where we cover numbers seven, six, and five, I'm gonna take a quick break and listen to a couple messages from some sponsors. We'll be right back. As the largest legal-only call center in the US, Alert Communications helps law firms and legal marketing agencies with new client intake. Alert captures and responds to all leads 24 seven, 365 as an extension of your firm in both English and Spanish. Alert uses proven intake methods, customizing responses as needed, which earns the trust of clients and improves client retention. To find out how Alert can help your law office, call 866-827-5568 or visit alertcommunications.com forward slash LTN. The legal industry is undergoing a fundamental transformation and the Daily Matters podcast is here to give you a competitive edge. In Daily Matters, Clio CEO Jack Newton interviews prominent legal experts to explore how solo and small firm lawyers can succeed in the current economic environment. To listen, visit clio.com forward slash daily or subscribe to Daily Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back and I've got Neil Scolanti from Techno Lawyer. We're doing a countdown of the Techno Lawyer top products of 2020. So far, we've talked about PC Logo, Action Step Express, and panoramic. Now let's cover number seven, which is Zola CRM. Yes. Uh, if you think about practice management software, all those products assume that you have clients. And it, <laughs> in thinking about this, it reminded me of my big law days. And from time to time, I would wonder, where are all these clients coming from? <laughs> uh, obviously, that involves marketing. And so in, in recent years, we've seen a few legal software entrepreneurs create marketing apps, and Zola CRM is one of them. Um, you're, I'm sure you're familiar with Lexicata as well as Clio Grow, Certainly, uh, which yeah. is another example. 
And and Zola CRM, I'm familiar with them too. Oh, it's a nice okay, product. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, CRM consists of two really important features. One is contact management, and the other is the sales pipeline. And with Zola CRM, it sort of adds a legal twist to the traditional CRM with regard to both of those. For example, in the contact management part of it, you can track referrals, which I assume are still the number one way that most law firms get new business. Um, in the pipeline, you know, one of the steps, a pipeline is sort of looks, if you've never used one, it sort of looks like a Kanban board. You keep moving a deal, you know, closer and closer to the finish line or to the lost column. And in Zola CRM, you can uh, track things like retainers and so forth that are legal specific. Now, as you know, Zola uh, Media also, uh, in fact, their main product is Zola Suite, which is a practice mm -hmm. management system. And if you happen to use that, then you don't have to re-enter any data. So when a lead in Zola CRM uh, becomes a client, you just essentially click a button yeah, and yeah. they become a client in Zola Suite, which is a nice integration. For sure. As a teaser for my listeners, we had Conrad Sam come on for the past two episodes and talk about marketing and websites and good marketing practices. So for next month, I decided to do sort of a three-part series on marketing, and I've got another marketing expert named Jason Marsh from Marshate coming on, specifically breaking down the funnel and how it relates to internet marketing. So appreciate you giving me a, a way to sort of put a little teaser out there, uh, Neil, for next month's episode as well. Um, I happy think to, the happy to yeah. help market your podcast. <laughs> but I think the, the funnel and the whole idea of a sales funnel is very foreign to a lot of lawyers because it's obviously not something they teach you in law school is marketing and sales. So a product like Zola CRM certainly seems like it would be very helpful. So you're saying you can either use it as a standalone, but if you also use Zola Suite or if you're looking for a practice management program and haven't hopped on a bandwagon yet, you could look at both of these products together and they work well yeah, together. If, if yeah. you're using Zola Suite, it seems like a no-brainer because it yeah. only adds 20 a month per user. Yeah. Uh, Zola Suite's a really nice product too. Um, and I'll also say for our listeners, Clio is of course the sponsor of this podcast and everybody knows that I love Clio when they hop on. But Zola is a really nice product. It's um, right in line competitively with pricing. It might be a little bit more, but it in, it includes accounting. Right. So typically when a firm calls me and they insist upon having accounting baked into the practice management program, Zola is a great option to look at. So, And I love the folks at Zola. I think Fred is just one of the nice guys in the business. So happy to put a nice plug in for them as well. Okay, let's talk about Laya. You know, Laya is a great product as well. It's a Clio partner. So I tend to hear about it a lot and look into it a lot because I've got a lot of clients that are looking to integrate it with Clio. But it's also a nice standalone product. Tell us about it, Neil. That's your number six. Yeah, I, I like the product. Mm -hmm. um, like Tucker is the CEO. I like him a lot. The only thing I don't like is the name because I think <laughs> it's if you tell it to people, they will nine times out of 10 be unable to spell it. Um, so for everyone listening, it's essentially, um, it's not lawyer with a W at the end. It's L-A-W-Y-A-W.com. So, and I suppose it's pronounced lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, right. Okay. All right. What but other than do? that, yes, yes, it's a very cool product that actually brings to mind something important to talk about. So Loya is a is cloud-based document assembly, and they're part of this no-code revolution taking place. So what do I mean by that? 
um, I didn't really, I didn't really appreciate how powerful this revolution was until recently. So no code software is essentially normal people who are now programmers doing things that previously required programming. And one of the reasons why document assembly uh, never really took off to the extent practice management or billing software did, even though it's just as important in my opinion, is because Mine in too. the early days you had to hire a consultant That's to right. do some programming. And then those products evolved to develop syntax systems, which were sort of like programming light, but still just enough to be programming that it was still, it's still sort of suppressed the usage of these products. I think we're on the verge of a, you know, a major leap forward in document assembly because of products like Loya, which is the way it works is you don't need a programmer at all. You simply like, let's say you just wrote the best pleading ever. It's something you're going to frame, put on your office, uh, once you get, once you move back into your office and you upload that pleading and then wherever you have information in the pleading, that's going to change each time, like the name of the plaintiff, the name of the defendant, et cetera, you select that. And then in a panel in lawyer, you just choose what type of field it should be. And if you're not familiar with fields, it's something that you can learn in five minutes. So it might be a single line of text, multiple line of text, or it might be clauses that are pre-written and you select from a drop-down menu, that sort of thing. And very rapidly, you can create a template, and then anyone in your law firm can then use that template to fill in information. Uh, you mentioned Clio. The integration with Clio means that you that anything that's in Clio, you can bring into Loya automatically uh, without having to type it in. Right, even if you have custom fields for matters or for context in there. Um, explain to us a little bit, they specialize in California court forms, so a lot of times, you know, it's easy for me considering how much work I do in California between San Diego and just spending a lot of time out there to, you know, point attorneys to lawyer with their California court forms. So what's the difference between the ones that they pre-make for you in their court forms pricing model versus the $99 intelligent document automation, as they call it? And by the way, I'll also just say, since I gave pricing for the intelligent document automation, $99 a month per user, they're California court forms for those of you who work in California, which now I say that because you don't necessarily need to live there to work there, um, $59 a month for that side of their products. Yeah, essentially, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not as familiar with their California court forms product. Oh. I, my understanding, perhaps you could speak to this, is that it, these are a bunch of forms that Loya has already uh, yeah. created for you. Yeah. And whereas what I've been talking about is using your own documents and creating templates out of them. Okay. And that's probably exactly the difference. If you're in California and a new solo or a new lawyer, like a lot of my calls have been coming out of California since COVID started, this is a great place for you to start. They've got, and according to their website, it says 5,000 plus fillable court forms. So if you need a place to start or you're just looking for a set of forms, that's great. And then if you want to create your own, you, it works right inside of Microsoft Word. And I agree with you, Neil, for years, of course, Hot Docs was always the leader in document automation. And it was the type of product and now they've gone cloud-based. I think they've made it a little easier. But typically, you would have to have an in-house hot docs developer or hire a consultant or just be one of those ultra-nerdy attorneys who really understood the value of spending hours learning how to code, so to speak, in hot docs and develop a set of forms. And I think you're right that these days between products like Laya and WebMerge and a bunch of other products that are coming out, it's becoming easier 
you don't have to learn coding. And not that it was super deep coding, but it was definitely even the type of stuff that I would go, oh my God, another hot dogs form. I've got to try and, you know, create a question and answer form for. So that's a good product to know about. Yeah, no, you're, and you're right about hot dogs. A, a quick plug for them. It's with their new platform, it essentially works similarly. You don't need to know syntax or anything. Yeah, I love that. So all y'all get on that document automation bandwagon. I also want to remind listeners that oftentimes your practice management programs will have some level of document automation built into them. I jokingly call it dumb versus smart automation. <laughs> so um, some practice management programs will have pretty flat, but a great place to start with document automation, meaning it will essentially merge all your basic information from your practice management program into your Word documents or to PDF files. But as soon as you start needing an if this, then that, or you know, ask the question, is there a second child? Yes, name the child. Is there a third question? Yes, name the child. Is there another child? No. Then you need to get into something a little more sophisticated. But I always want to encourage everybody to figure yeah, out and, how to. And, yeah. and by the way, the, all those if-then statements, lawyers are good at that, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, they're good, you know, well, actually, I'm a lawyer, too. So we're, we're good at analysis and logic. And that's all that is. Um, it just removes having to learn a programming language. I love it. Tell us about number five, Courtlink. Sure. This might be the most interesting one to talk about, particularly to all the litigators out there, uh, for reasons that may not be apparent initially. Right now in legal research, litigation, and that, that sort of genre, uh, there's a whole group of what I call web scraper companies that are popping up. So not many people know this, but you can actually go out and buy a web scraper nowadays, you know, just as third-party software. And I don't want to make it seem like it's this easy, but you can then point that web scraper at some government website that's horribly designed, suck out all the information, <laughs> then package that information up and sell it, you know, as a, a subscription service. Courtlink is sort of the granddaddy of this type of product, except the people behind it, and I'm sorry I don't know their names, but it was originally an independent company didn't have the advantage of web scrapers, didn't have really the advantage of the web because none of the governmental agencies or at least very few of them were online at the time. So that's a really interesting story that someone should tell someday about how they achieved this. But essentially, uh, CourtLink contains, you know, uh, I, I believe, uh, federal court dockets, perhaps state as well. And one of the primary uses for it is for marketing purposes. So for example, let's mm. say that your law firm often defends against patent trolls. And so patent trolls tend to, you know, they like suing a lot of small businesses because small businesses panic and will just pay the licensing fee. And uh, small businesses typically don't have their own legal team in-house, don't have a law firm on retainer to, re to handle lawsuits because they don't get sued that often. And so you may, sue, you may use CourtLink to you know, monitor your jurisdiction uh, for new patent lawsuits. And you can immediately contact a defendant and say, hey, sorry you got sued, um, but we've, you know, we've uh, defended against this patent troll 10 times. We won eight of those. And so uh, you know, let's talk about us representing you. So um, the important thing about CourtLink is because it was originally a separate company, it was kind of its own separate system at LexisNexis, which acquired the company 20 years ago. Last year, they, they uh, integrated CourtLink onto their Lexus Advanced platform, so now it benefits from many of the same features as the other products in that platform, one of which is a more robust alert system, so you can get mm. notified right away. I love it. Let's see, is there pricing on here that we can talk about by any chance? I Lexus don't think so. Yeah, Lexus doesn't usually like to 
publish their pricing. All right, we'll move on to number four, which is Tracers. Tell us about Tracers.com. Yeah, this is a public records research, which we all use, right? Because we're all nosy. So you meet someone <laughs> and you immediately Google them, right? We all, we all do that. Um, and, that's, and that's fine for personal needs. But when it comes to conducting due diligence on a prospective client, or after a client has engaged you, if you're, you know, if the case involves assets that you need to find, or witnesses that you need to find, etc., uh, you really need a you know bona fide public records uh, service, and Tracer is is one of those. And they have there's two two unique things about them. One is their pricing. If you use it often enough, uh, you don't have to worry about the number of searches you conduct because some of the services out there charge you for each search. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of walking on eggshells every time you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Tracers, you can pay a flat fee and just use it as often as you want. And the other thing is that once you find the person you're looking for, Tracers essentially assigns a personal ID to that person. So it's sort of like a social security number. And then you can use that ID number to find out everything else that Tracers has on that person. Oh, very cool. Well, we're down to our last top three. So before we do that, let's take another quick break. Listen to some messages from some sponsors. Law Clerk is where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Whether you need a research memo or a complicated appellate brief, our network of freelance lawyers have every level of experience and expertise. Signing up is free and there are no monthly fees. Only pay the flat fee price you set. Use rebate code NEWSOLO to get a $100 Amazon gift card when you complete your next project. Learn more at lawclerk.legal. Artificial intelligence won't outpace lawyers anytime soon, but lawyers who use AI are already outpacing lawyers who do not. With Ross Intelligence, lawyers conducting legal research leverage AI to get to the heart of legal issues fast. Ask a question on the Ross Legal Research platform and Ross will return on Point Case Law. Go to rossintelligence.com today and get a 14-day free trial. Use promo code LEGALTALK for 10% off. All right, we're back, and we've got Neil Squalante going through the Techno Lawyer Top Product Awards of 2020. So far, we have gone between uh, from 10 down to 4, which I'll repeat real quick. We talked about PC Law Go, Action Step Express, Panoramic, Zola CRM, Law Yaw, although I think, Neil, you were pronouncing it you were pronouncing it different than I am, but I, you probably know how it to it. It might be my New York accent. It might be your New York accent, but it's spelled L-A-W-Y-A-W. And then Courtlink and Tracers, we just finished up with. And number three is a repeat uh, from last year, which I really like this product a lot. It's Word LX. Tell us about that one. Yeah, this is actually a three-peat. So oh, congrats, wow. congrats to InfoWare. Yeah. They won this award in 2017, 2019, and now again in 2020. Uh, so WordLX is, it, it, you have to wonder why there aren't more products like this, right? Um, because Oh, given, I definitely wonder, because I spend <laughs> yeah. a lot of time training on Word, and I definitely wonder why there are Well, you have to wonder why like a lot of other companies <laughs> haven't built a ton of products that reside inside the Word ribbon, because right. that is where lawyers spend so much time. So as I just sort of hinted at, WordLX is essentially a Microsoft Word add-on. It lives in the ribbon. And traditionally what it did is it ensured consistent formatting throughout your law firm because you can't count on everyone applying styles correctly and you know so on and so forth. And it kind of enforces that um, consistency so that everything's on brand, which is actually quite important. 
And in addition, it contained templates to save time. Like here's your letter template, here's your uh, pleadings template, here's your, you know, this type of agreement template. What they did a year ago, and the reason we wrote about them, is they added document assembly. And so now it's both a document formatting tool as well as a document assembly tool. So you can save clauses. So when you when you create that template, then you can use the document assembly component to put together a document quite quickly. And it's also essentially no code like Loya is in terms of creating those templates. That's great. I love this product. And let me look, I'm looking at their website. I'm just trying to get a little bit of information. Mac and PC or no, just, just windows. Okay. Just PC. They do a lot of, um, onboarding upfront. So the the kind of work that you often do, they do it, you know, as a company. And so that's the reason why you won't find a price. They, they typically currently work with midsize and Mm -hmm. large law firms. I hope that someday they figure out how to make this more accessible to smaller firms. Yeah, that's my wish for almost everything. Um, so yeah, well, good. What about number two, which is going to be a familiar name to listeners today? Because it's Zola Suite, which is a well-suited partner to Zola CRM number seven on the list. Yeah, double winner. Congratulations yeah. to, to Fred and his team. And Zola Suite is also a repeat winner. They won the award back in 2017. And that, that was that was uh, our write-up on the year they launched. Um, obviously, That's the products right. come a long way. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned before, their chief differentiator is that they're all-in-one. And so, you know, currently in the market in practice management, I, there really is a split. Do you want, yes. you know, do you want something like Clio that doesn't do everything but integrates with everything? In other words, you can find third-party product at this point to do anything you want and connect them. Um, or do you want something that's all in one? And the beauty of that, of course, is you're paying one company. Um, they're responsible for any any help you need. And so, you know, it, if you trust the company, that's uh, kind of a win-win. And so, uh, Zola Suite includes general ledger accounting. You don't need QuickBooks. And they also uh, they also talk a lot about their email uh, integration. Mm-hmm. They integrate with G Suite and Microsoft 365. So that it really doesn't matter where you send a message from, it gets recorded in the proper place in Zola Suite in the proper client matter. And this is unique. They integrate with RPOST for secure email and proof of delivery. Mm. And I think that is something that's not talked about enough because yes, you should probably use a client portal, which by the way, Zola Suite also offers. But you know what? It's really hard to get lawyers and I and understandably hard to get them away from email because it's hard to for any of us to not use email. And I love email. We publish email newsletters. So <laughs> I, I really like the idea of forget trying to get lawyers off of email. Instead, just make the email more secure. Well, you know, if they could manage their email better, Neil, they'd have more space in their heads and inboxes for your great newsletters. <laughs> well, hopefully there's, hopefully, like I said, they're the only newsletters you need because- yes. We, you'll find that you can get rid of all your other subscriptions because we link to everything that everyone else is publishing. It's true. I used to do your aggregation about yeah, 10 or 12 years ago. Exactly. I helped TechnoLawyer. It was really fun aggregating some of the best legal specific and not necessarily legal specific technology articles and posts. So yes, you're right. Okay, here we are down to number one, down to the wire. And I have to tell you, I have not heard of this product until I saw your list. It's called Trial Line. Yeah, and obviously there's a lot of interest in it. Congratulations to the company. Uh, interesting backstory. The founder is a guy named Travis Luther. His original company is called Lawfather, and they build uh, websites for plaintiffs, law firms. So 
his background is web design, which is important for the story. Um, his wife is a litigator and being a millennial, she wanted to create timelines, but the only products out there were Windows apps, right? And she wanted a web app being a millennial because everything else she was using, you know, she, I'm sure she was probably using Google Docs, et cetera, et cetera. So he built a product for her and initially not as a commercial product. Um, word got around her office, other people want to use it. And obviously the light bulb went off and uh, that's how we have trial line. It creates timelines, which are important in litigation in particular. And in my opinion, this product's gonna be even more uh, useful now that we're seeing online hearings and on, even online trials. Because typically, you know, in, in a lot of litigation, the timeline, the sequence of events is really important, particularly personal injury. And, you know, traditionally you'd use trial line to create a timeline and then either print out poster boards or project the timeline on some screen in the courtroom. And that's fine. Nowadays, if you have a Zoom uh, trial, everyone's looking at their own computer screen so you can see the timeline better. And so I think, uh, I think they've got a bright future ahead of them. I love it. This is one of the things that lawyers are always asking me for is how to create good timelines. And um, their pricing is reasonable month to month. It's $50 a month, you know, right in line with all of today's cloud-based practice management um, services, and in this case, litigation specific. But if you want to pay annually, which is only $350 a year, that's quite a nice savings. Um, looks like a nice product too. Yeah. Of, the, uh, of all the timeline applications out there, it's the best looking one I've seen. That's awesome. Well, that's great, Neil. Awesome. We got through the whole list. Are there any other nuggets or pieces of information or any honorable mentions you want to give out while we're sure. talking if, awards? If you go, yeah. If you go to the page where this podcast is listed, um, there should be a link to the awards announcement. So you can read uh, our write-up about each of these products. And then from that announcement, we actually link to the original articles uh, for, more, for a more in-depth report on these products that resulted in their awards. Awesome. Well, great. Well, thanks, Neil. Thanks for letting me be part of the big reveal again. Remind our listeners where they can sign up for Technolawyer, which should be pretty easy, technolawyer.com. And any other relevant information about, you know, finding, friending, following the Technolawyer community. We're going to improve our social media game soon, but you can find us at Technolawyer on Twitter and we'll be elsewhere soon. But in the meantime, just go to technolawyer.com, subscribe to the newsletters that interest you, and I'll see you via email. <laughs> Everyone's favorite communication medium. Well, thanks so much, Neil. Really appreciate you letting us be a part of this. And I want to thank our listeners for taking some time to spend a second episode with us in August um, of New Solo. If you like what you've heard today, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. We'll see you next time. And remember, you're not alone. You're New Solo. Thanks for listening to New Solo with host Adriana Linares. Tune in again to learn more about how to successfully run your new practice. Solo, here on Legal Talk Network. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.
The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.